morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. This is Arthur Burley Martin. Here we are at the 9 a.m. podcast. I want to say welcome, welcome, welcome to everyone. Please be sure to share this podcast. Um, April, it's April 16th, but uh, Facebook will no longer be doing watch parties, Facebook watch party lives, and we will... This is where you're going to catch me most of the time, here or on my YouTube page at Gene Martin. So you guys, um, come on into the podcast. Make sure you invite people in. Um, and try to come on here every morning at 9 a.m. So just hit the link that I send you guys. Um, or you can find me on Spotify at Arthur Pearlie Martin. Listen to me on Spotify, Arthur Pearlie Martin, 9 a.m. podcast. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, everyone. We're on chapter, actually, in my book, we're actually on chapter five, but I had a subtitle. So today we're going to, we're on chapter five today. Chapter five, understanding our own heart motives. And as you guys all know, I'm teaching from my book, Understanding Your Own Issues and Other Issues. You know, in episode one, we talked about the blame game, how we have to take responsibilities for our actions and reactions. Adam blamed God and Eve, and Eve blamed the serpent. And in the end, no one actually took responsibilities for their own actions or reactions. Everybody wanted to blame somebody. That's a sign of immaturity, you guys. And remember, the thing that we discussed about that chapter one was that um, the reason sometimes we find it so hard to own our own issues is because we uh, tend to uh, equate what we do as being who we are. When in fact, what we do is not who we are, uh, but it's an action and a reaction in which we allow our flesh to commit. Go back and watch that episode, uh, The Blame Game, episode one. You can catch up with us uh, there in sequence. And then the episode two was um, owning our own issues. When we take responsibilities, once again, uh, for our own actions and reactions, realizing and understanding that it's out the abundance of a man's own heart that his mouth speaks. Isn't that right? Yes, it's not the abundance of a man's own heart that his mouth speaks. So what's coming out of us is what's in us. I like to tell people, if you want to know what's in your heart, listen to your mouth speak. How about that? If you want to know what's in your heart, listen to your mouth speak. Okay? And then we went on to talk about confessing our own thoughts uh, so that we could be made healed. And that was on... um, episode three that was on our episode three podcast so here we are now caught up today uh episode four yesterday was uh the effects of unforgiveness how when we don't forgive but when we don't forgive others how it affects us causing a root of bitterness to spring up defiling everything and everybody around us where you started off being angry at one person now you're mad at everybody because that is the effects of unforgiveness um now we're here on episode uh five six and we're on chapter five in my book understanding your own issues and other issues and give me one moment i'm trying to go facebook live also Coming from my book, Understanding Your Own Issues and Other People's Issues. One second here. 
invite people in, please. Invite people in, invite people in. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, good morning. This is Arthur Pearlie Martin. If you guys got your book, follow along. Some people have ordered the book. It's page 22 in my book, Understanding Your Own Issues and Other Issues. And um, if you don't have your book, make sure you order it online at Amazon.com or Barnes and Nobles. And give me one moment here. Please click the link and invite others in. And I'm back now. One moment. Again, we're coming from chapter five for my book, and it's entitled Understanding Our Own Heart Motives. Our Own Heart Motives. Do you know what's inside of you? Uh, we say it all the time, Lord, creating me a clean heart, renew me a right spirit. We say, Lord, if you find anything in me that's not like you, um, take it out. And that's the, the things that we, here I am. Good morning, good morning, everyone. This is um, Pearly, Arthur Pearly Martin. I'm coming to you live. I'm on my podcast at the same time, so I'm doing two things here. As you guys know, April 16th, Facebook will no longer be doing watch parties. So, I decided to do two things at one time. Okay, so here we go. Today, our subject on my podcast, you guys join in on my, um, you can listen to me on Spotify if you miss me here. This Tune in and listen to me on Spotify so you can catch up on our prior titles. This is episode, this episode five, um, episode uh, from chapter five, understanding episode six, I'm sorry, um, understanding our heart motive. And if you don't have my book, like I was telling everyone earlier, pick it up. And, um, you guys, if you're interested in doing a podcast, it's easy, it's free. Join in. This is my book cover. Get the purple cover. Okay. So here we go. Page 22. I pray that you guys, first of all, before we get into it, my prayer is that uh, that the Lord will enlighten us, that he will give us a rhyme of word, that he would open up the eyes of our own uh, understanding, and um, that we'll, he'll strengthen us, grace in us. He'll give us a hunger for his word, and he'll strengthen us and grace in us, grace us to uh, do whatever it is he's called us to do, because we're not here to resist him, we're here to submit to him. And once again, like I said, if you want to be delivered and set free, if you need some inner healing, this is a book for you. This is what the word of the Lord, he used to uh, deliver me and set me free. You know, the Bible say with the same comfort God used to comfort you, that we should take it and use it to help bring comfort to someone. Someone else, am I right about that? Okay, let's get comfortable here. And we're going to just start, Okay. Understanding our own heart motives from my book, Understanding Your Own Issues and Other Issues. We're coming out of Luke 6 and 45 NLT. It says, a good man brings forth good treasure. A good man brings forth good treasure from his heart. 
right? This is Jesus speaking. Person produces good treasure, good things from their heart. From the treasure of a good heart. And an evil person produces evil things from the treasure of an evil heart. What you say flows from what's in your heart. There, there we go again, right? Uh, I think King James uh, Version says, uh, evil tree, an evil tree cannot bear good fruit, and a good tree cannot bear, bear bad fruit, right? We're talking about really inner healing because when we get to talking about the heart, because that's where that's the, the, the where everything flows from. Everything comes out of the heart. The condition of our heart, it determines uh, what how we receive the word of God. If the condition of our heart is not good ground, if it's not good ground, then we're not going to be able to um, bear fruit. Our heart, the condition of our heart has got to be good ground for us to bear uh, good fruit. So I like to tell people again, if we want to know what's in our heart, all we have to do is listen to what's coming out of our mouth. Because our heart is going to say what's in our, our mouth is going to say what's in our heart. For the abundance of the heart, right? The mouth is going to speak. Um, whatever we're manifesting, what, what, uh, whenever we're manifesting bad fruit or bad behaviors in our life, in our lifestyle, is coming um, from what's inside. This is why it's so important um, that we guard our heart. It's our abundance of the heart, the mouth is speaking. So when someone comes to you and they start saying nasty, mean things to you, they're showing you what's inside their heart. If you want to know what's in your heart, listen to what your mouth is speaking. And it's going to definitely give you a glimpse of what's inside of you. What's inside of you? Listen to what's coming out your mouth. There's no condemnation. Uh, We can change that. We can change that. We can change that through the process of renewing our mind. Romans 12, 1 and 2. Please read that. Where it talks about being not conformed to the world, but being transformed by the renewing of our mind. We can change our heart condition by changing our thought condition. How many of you know that your body will do what your mind tell it to? It, It works like that. It's rigged like that. That's how God created it to be. So... Again, if we want to know what, what's in our heart, we can just simply listen to what's coming out of our mouth. For it's out the abundance of a man's heart that his mouth speaks. Um, so, the manif- the outward, whenever we're manifesting bad fruit or bad behavior in our lives, it's stemming from a bad seed, such as a thought planted in our minds and our heart by the enemy through listening to evil negative words spoken from others or from, uh, from the thoughts that the, we allow the enemies to place in our own mind. So this is why, you know, uh, Corinthians 10 tells us we need to cast, take, all, take those evil thoughts captive and we need to cast down those evil imaginations. And those thoughts that are exalting itself against the knowledge of God, we need to bring those thoughts in obedience to the word of God. So when the just because a thought comes to our mind doesn't mean we have to think on that thought. The Bible tells us to think whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are good report. He tells us, he said, you know what? These are the things that I want you to think on. I want you to think on these things. But when the enemy brings a thought to our mind, um, we can cast down that evil imagination and we can say what God is saying. You know, the enemy brought a thought to Eve's mind when he said, spoke to her. Did God really say? And how many of you know, that's, that's his plan. That's what he wants to do. He wants us to doubt God. He wants us to 
doubt his word. Oh, he really didn't mean that. He didn't really mean to say, uh, I'm supposed to bless my neighbors, feed up my enemies, feed my enemies, uh, bless those that curse me, feed up my enemies when they're hungry. He didn't really, really mean that. That's not what he really, really meant. Um, but no, he, he didn't tell me to, I, I have to forgive. He didn't tell me I have to love my spouse. Like, you know, uh, like I love him and um, love my kids and love my, you know, he didn't, he really didn't mean it like that. We always want to try to find an exception to God's word. There's no exception to the rules. Um, what What's going to happen is God is not going to change. Okay. So the, the, um, but we're going to, we're called to change. God is not changing. <laughs> we're going to have to conform to his image and likeness. He's not conforming to our image and likeness. So we have to guard our heart. Be careful of the stuff that we hear. Because if we read that Proverbs 4.23, above that scripture, it talks about the perverse, no, the Lord talks about perverse speech and don't let your feet go certain places. So we have to, the way we guard our heart is by guarding what we hear. <laughs> It's through the eye gate, the ear gate, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, pride of life. This, this is how things enter into our heart. Through the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. These are the three temptations of Christ. Um, this is when we're loving the world. That is the love of the world. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. That's the love of the world. When we talk about being worldly, this is what we're talking about. We're coveting and craving after uh, things. That's the lust of the flesh. When we're allowing our eyes to look at things that cause us to sin, remember he said, pluck it out. He's, in other words, quit looking at it. He's not actually telling us to pluck out our eye. If your hand's calling you to steal or you're touching stuff that we don't have any business touching, then we need to cut it off or cut it out. We need to stop doing those things, right? So uh, we're going to continue on. So we guard our heart. The way we guard our heart is by being careful of the things that we see being careful of the things that we hear, the uh, perverse speech and all that kind of stuff. And then being careful of the things that, of the thoughts that come into our mind. Um, you, we need to think about what we're thinking, okay? Don't just let thoughts come up here and roam around because how many of you know that when we sit there and we listen to the devil's voice, we're fellowshipping with the devil <laughs> and we're not casting it down and casting it out. We're sitting there and we're meditating on what he's saying. I, I said to this person once, I said, I see you and the devil has been talking about me. <laughs> the way I could tell you and the devil has been talking about me is because you have evil thoughts concerning me and those thoughts that you're having, that's not true. They, it was not the gifts of the spirit because those words, what you're saying does not represent who I am. Um, so, you know, don't let the devil sit up and talk, speak evil to you about your spouse. Don't let the devil sit up and speak evil to you about your children. Oh, they're never going to get saved or they're always going to be the same way. That's, you know, the Bible tells us in Corinthians to cast down those evil imaginations and those thoughts that exalt itself against the uh, word of God. Remember that our words have power. So life and death is in the power of the tongue. So we're creating our world. We're creating our W-O-R-L-D with our W-O-R-D-S, with our words. Isn't that how God uh, created the world with his words? Well, we're speaking spirits, and as he is, so are we. So he's saying, look here, I need you to guard your mouth. I need you to be slow to speak and quick to hear, because life and death is in the power of your tongue. So we need to guard our, that's how we guard our heart. 
We guard our heart by guarding the words that we speak, the words that we hear. That's how we guard our heart. We don't let that stuff in. We have to cast down those evil imaginations and those thoughts that are contrary uh, to the word of God. So we said here that those bad negative thoughts are coming from seeds that were sown into us, right? The enemy came in and he sowed those evil thoughts in, in our mind, making us think evil about people, about our spouse, our kids. They're never going to change on other people, and which in turn is going to produce a negative word and a negative um, action. So when we're thinking negative thoughts, you can tell when somebody's thinking negative thoughts because they're going to say negative words, right? <laughs> So when you're speaking negative words, it's because you're thinking negative thoughts. And what has happened? The enemy has came along and he's planted a, a negative seed because it's out of the abundance of our heart that our mouth is speaking. So we're going to have to dig up that fallow ground by uh, planting some new seeds. We're going to have to plant some new thoughts in our mind by renewing our mind um, to what the word of God is saying so we can say what God is saying so we can think what God is thinking. Uh, we do literally, we put on the mind of Christ when we put, when we renew our mind with the word of God. We cannot think God thoughts without um, knowing what his word has to say. This is why um, I'm going to plug this in here. I'm doing those Bible study books so we can get back to the word and we can let go of these religious jargon, saying things that's not biblical, correct. And we need to challenge each other and we need to hold pastors, preachers, teachers, and even ourselves and others we need to hold everyone to the word. I mean, I, I might be on the phone talking to someone and they say something and I'm the Holy Spirit, you know, an unction means, oh no, I tell them that's not in the Bible. Um, I'm not being mean. Um, I can't, re- we can't be receiving stuff that's not true because we know as we approach the end times, people are not going to endure sound doctrine. They're going to have itching ears and they're going to go about finding teachers that's going to tell them what they want to hear. But we can't do that. Because the only thing the enemy has to respond to is the word of God. So we need to understand our heart motive. What is the reason um, that we're saying the things that we're saying? What is the? It's all going to come out of the seeds that's sown in our lives. Our motives uh, is coming out of our heart. It's out of the abundance of the heart. It's our motive. Uh, uh, um, Jesus, you remember the story? It says um, when Jesus... Well, Jesus understood this principle when he rebuked the Pharisees and the Sadducees in Matthew 12, 33, 35. Please read the Bible scriptures. Uh, It's Matthew 12, 33 through 35 NLT. Jesus said to the Pharisees, he said, either make the tree good and this fruit good or make the tree bad and this fruit bad. For the tree is known by its fruit. He said, you broad of vapors. How can you be an evil? Speak good. For the mouth speaks out of that which fills the heart. The good man brings out his good treasure, what is good, and the evil man brings out the evil treasure, what is evil. When the heart is filled with evil, it will say and do evil things. Jesus tells us in Matthew 5, uh, 15, 19, for out of the heart comes evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornication. Remember he said if you if you look at a person, if you lust at a person, you've already committed adultery in your heart. Our thought, you said my heart think, yeah, thoughts come out of our heart. In other words, our motive. The motive comes out of the heart. I, you know, I want to go back and I want to um, re-emphasize re- what Jesus said to the Pharisees in uh, Matthew 12, 33, 35. He said, how can you be an evil say good things 
Good morning. I'm sorry, I can't see your name. I'm on my, on my, my laptop on Facebook Live. But he said, how can, can you please share the video? He said, how can you be an evil, say good things? How can you be an evil? So it's apparent that the Pharisees and the Sadducees said something positive for Jesus to say, how can you be an evil, say good things? He, the gifts were operating. The revelatory gifts were operating. And the Pharisees wasn't able to fool, uh, fool Jesus because he had a word of knowledge. Plus, he was discerning the spirit because he called it evil, right? So, you know, when people saying no man knows the heart of a man, that's true. But the revelatory gifts, because the word of God is a discerner of thoughts and it knows the intents of the heart, right? Remember, the word of God is a discerner of the thoughts. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. It's not carnal. It's mighty. It's a discerner of thoughts. Uh, sharper than any two-edged sword and it's a discerner of the thoughts those are the gifts that operate the discerner of the thoughts the word of god the three revelatory gifts can let you can reveal and expose the intent of the heart the word of knowledge jesus knew their thoughts you know we read the book of matthews we see several times we talk about jesus knew their thoughts the word of knowledge can reveal and can expose uh, why you're doing what you're doing. Remember when they brought them to Peter, Ananias, and Sapphira in the book of Acts, and they lied about their offerings? And he said, well, you haven't lied to me. You've lied to the Holy Spirit. Why have you allowed Satan, the devil, to cause you to lie to me? Wasn't this your money, in other words, to begin with? So what was that? That was a discerning of the spirits and a word of knowledge. They, the gifts were operating there to let the apostle Peter know that they was telling a lie. That was coming out of their heart. So Jesus said to the Pharisees, how can you being evil speak good things? You'll say, wow, Jesus, that's, they was trying to be nice. They was just trying to be nice. No, he said, I understand their motive. It was their motive because you can even do some good things and it'd be a wrong thing. We can even do, do good things and they'd be evil things because it's the motive and the intent. Remember, people look at the outside, God said. Remember, he said, man, look on the outside. He told Samuel when he went to Jesse's house to pick a king and he, he, he was looking on the outside. He was looking at Jesse's son and um, he said, man, look, man judge on the outside, but I look on the inside. Man looks at the outward appearance and they're impressed and God looks at the heart and say, you a mess. You need to repent of this. I see you. I'm going to cover you, but I need you to repent of this so I don't have to let it be exposed. I, I, I need you to repent of this. I need you to repent of this. I'm talking about the inner issues. I'm talking about the real us. You know, the real us, the real us is our spirit. And we need to go on the inside because those secret sins, it's the little foxes that spoil the vine. You know, it's the things that people can't see, the things that we tend to hide, those inner issues, the the envy, the, the, the things of the heart, the malice. You know, those things that people can't see. This is this this book is for the mature, is for mature audience only. Um, you really have to be sincere about growing up. Um, you know, like I said, we pray that scripture all the time. Lord, create in me a clean heart and renewing me a right spirit. And then we say this one thing, Lord, if you find anything in me that's not like you. But my question is, are you really sincere? Because if you're really sincere, if you really want God to show you what's in you, I tell you what, pick up this book. This book is going to bring about inner healing and it's going to bring about some deliverance in your life. And it's going to cause us to grow up and be mature individuals because that's what a mature man does. A mature person, they take responsibilities for what they say. That's what they do, right? 
They don't blame other people. That's a sign of maturity when you can own your own issues. But we have to be willing to face the real issue in order to deal with the real issue. So here, Jesus said to them, how can you being evil speak good things? Right? So if you're sitting up and you're talking to someone and the Holy Spirit is saying, no, this is why, I mean, I've had this to happen on numerous occasions. Most of the time when I listen to people talk, or even with their Facebook posts, you can hear the Spirit. I'm listening to their spirit. I'm not listening to their flesh. I'm not impressed by none of that. Um, Because my heart desire really sincerely is to see people delivered and set free. Okay. I've been talking to people and they say stuff and the Holy Spirit say they said that because they tell us. But but listen to this. When the Holy Spirit, when he reveals something to us because God is a redeemer, the purpose is to restore the person. So you can take whatever it is the devil is using against them to make them feel envious and what I what I normally do is I begin to exhort them and encourage them and remind them of who they are in Christ God is you know we're the heirs and joint heirs we're the head and not the tail whip and God created everybody to do something you know everybody has a purpose there's no big eyes a little use you know I'm going to telling the person who they are I don't come out and say oh you said that because you're jealous that's not how you do it because God is a God of restoration. He's always out to redeem people. So when he, when he, the purpose of the gift really is to expose the devil. It really is. But not, but not just evil things, good things too. Because the, the prophetic word, you know, and words of knowledge, is always to bring about some type of deliverance or some type of healing, some type of redemption, some type of restoration. That's what Jesus said. That's what he came to do. He came to restore us. Not to destroy us. It was for this purpose was the Son of God manifest to destroy the works of the devil. He came to destroy the works of the devil, not to destroy us. And so whenever the enemy is holding us hostage, he will reveal it and expose it. But it's not to crush us, but it's so we can be delivered and set free from it. Okay, this is why we need to be sober and alert because our adversary, the devil, he is going about seeking whom he may devour So again, I want to get back to the subject of understanding our heart motive. So Jesus tells them, he said, you know, from an evil heart comes evil things and from a good heart comes good things. It says when the heart is filled with evil, it will say and do evil things. Jesus tells us in Matthew 15, 19, for out of the heart comes with slander, uh, adultery, murder. Basically, he's talking about the works of the flesh. These are the things that come out of the heart. How many of you know everything starts on the inside before it manifests itself on the outside? We think about what we do before we do it, even if we don't realize that we thought about it. Somewhere along the way, nothing can manifest. Fruit cannot give birth without a seed, okay? (laughs) You can't have an apple tree without an apple seed. So if the seed is bad, which is the thought, if it was a negative thought, because God, you know, in the parable of the sword, he calls the word a seed. So if the thought is bad, then then the, the, the root is going to be bad. If the root is going to be bad, it's going to make the tree bad. If the tree is bad, then the fruit is going to be bad. So everything starts with the seed. Everything starts with the thought. Okay, we think it before we do it. So, but we have time when it's in our mind. That's when we have the time to cast down the evil imagination, uh, the thought that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, because this is where it all begins. The mind really is the battleground. This is where it's at. When we to guard our heart, we must guard our thoughts. To guard our heart, we must guard our eyes. To guard our heart, we must guard our hands. 
But once again, everything starts with the thought because you have to think it before you lust after it. You got to think it before you steal it, before you touch it. You see what I'm saying? So we have to cover our heart and our mind, excuse me, in Christ Jesus. So the unbeliever who has not accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior still have a sinful, um, stony heart nature, right? This is why we must become born again. And if you're not born again, I exhort you, I encourage you to accept the Lord Jesus Christ. Romans 10, 9 and 10 tells us that if we uh, confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and we believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, that we shall be saved. So my prayer is if you're on this live or on this uh, podcast and you have not accepted Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, that you will do so today. Um, And Father, we pray right now. Uh, We confess with our mouth that we do believe that Jesus Christ is Lord. And um, we do believe in our heart that you raised him from the dead. And he is the son of God, Father. And we just uh, thank you for saving us, delivering us, and setting us free right now in Jesus' name. And if you pray that prayer, you are born again. And I would like to encourage you, exhort you, and remind you that now it's time. uh, We have to change our diet. We have to change our spiritual diet. Excuse me. The same way um, we change our natural diet. Um, by getting in the word of God. I'm going to end it here. I'm not finished with it. Uh, We'll finish it up tomorrow. We'll finish up chapter five from my book, page 22, from understanding your own issues and other issues. Again, we're talking about understanding our heart motive. I don't want to try to go over 30 minutes, Um, but we're talking about understanding our heart motive. Um, Remember, it's uh, the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Um, our body's going to do what the mind tell it to. We must renew our mind. Um, the way the enemy gain access into our heart is through the things that we think. Okay, so we got to cast down those evil imaginations and those thoughts um, that exalt itself against the knowledge of God because we think it before we do it. Okay, uh, we have to guard our heart by watching the things that we hear, perverse thoughts and all that kind of stuff because the enemy wants to sow those things into us. Envy comes when we just forget how special that we are. I want to end it here. Um, Father God, we just thank you for being in the midst of us. For you said we're two or three are joined together. There you are, Lord God. And Father God, we just thank you that your word will not return void, Father God. And it will not fall on deaf ears. But it will accomplish those things when two it is sent. And whoever near, needs to hear it will hear it. They will not just hear it, Father, but they will receive it. And they will be delivered and set free because your word does not return void, Father. It will accomplish those things where the two it has been sent. And on this note, guys, I'm going to end it here and remind you guys to be blessed and to be encouraged and to continue to look for the good in your day so you can see God's goodness all throughout this wonderful, wonderful day. Remember, this is the day that the Lord has made and it doesn't matter um, what's going on around us. Remember that you have the spirit of the living God on the inside of you. Greater see this in us than that spirit of the Antichrist is operating in the world. We have the greater one and because God is for us, just know nothing and no one can stand against us and nothing is impossible to them that believe. Again, this is Arthur Pearlie Martin. You guys share my podcast, share my Facebook Live, and you guys uh, join me on YouTube at Gene Martin. I'm ending it here now.